The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. People see me as a mauler, and then they also love my feet. So we ran a lot of power behind me, a lot of tight zone behind me, a lot of wide zone behind me. So I showcased everything. So far, it's only been a day, but... Uh, exposure to an NFL coaching staff. Any light bulb moments that went off today that was like, oh, that's a cool way to do that? Um, Think about it? No? I'm just living a dream. Same like, as? There's only been playing six years. I'm just very blessed just to be here, to be thought of, to be even be invited to this game. It's just yeah. a blessing for me. Looking back on you know all your tape at NC State, you guys majored in zone, kind of an even yeah. split between wide zone. Yeah, wide zone, tight zone, power encounter, and a handful of those screens. Did you guys have a mid zone? Because I know some coaches kind of different, like they kind of treat mid zone and tight zone as the same thing. Every kind of tight zone was tight zone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We didn't have mid it zone. depends on every offensive lineman we ask that to has a different answer yeah. between I think how it many different on the zones there how are. They, how they use their terms. Yeah. Um, did you guys, you know, when you get to the line of scrimmage, you see a certain front? And I know every offense is different. Did you guys ever kind of get to the line of scrimmage and say, we're not going to do wide zone against this. We're going to, you know, we get a, we feel like we have a crease backside. We can hit, then you change it or is it It just depends. So a lot of the schemes like with Coach Garrison, he's a very good offensive line coach. When he takes the opportunity to where you can cut the defensive line in half, he's going to do it. So we land a lot of wide zone, but backside would be a lock scheme. So instead of, the running back. Oh, you didn't do a side. you didn't do a sift with a tight end. You just left that no. tackle there. Yeah. So instead of running front side, it just hit between the guard and the center. So you had to do a lot of one on ones that would normally be doubles. Then yeah, that's a lot harder. Yeah, it is. That's a lot harder. So can you can you take us for the audience that doesn't know, if you're, you know, let's say they're uh, if you have a tight or no, I guess you'd be running it the other way. Um, so if you're going against over front and you got the nose and then you're locking that backside tackle are you doubling on the nose and then working to the mic or is it just kind of first body you see it's first and it depends on the spot because sometimes people <laughs> will shift over shift the linebackers yeah. over yeah. and bring the safety down and we'll respot it every time i ask an offensive lineman that question it's always it depends it depends on the spot <laughs> you're reading it you're reading it yeah. you, you can your linebackers can be a base base 20s or 30s at yeah. first then once they see the motions or whatever, yeah. they'll rotate down late. And we just have to adapt on that. Do you feel like motion made your job easier or harder? It didn't make it easier or harder. My job was the same. Yeah. Yeah. No difficulty. God, I love him. <laughs> so the even keelness of like, I go out there, I do my job. I do your job. We kick ass. Like, it's the most offensive line thing I've you ever You do your job, it'll make coach's job a lot easier. 
did you prefer wide zone or inside zone in terms of like did it give you a chance to showcase a certain thing that you're better at no because people see me as a mauler and then they also love my feet so we ran a lot of power behind me a lot of tight zone behind me a lot of wide zone behind me so i showcased everything best answer i could possibly ask for yeah you can do it all but is there one you like better than another that's a good question i think it it depends on the front because you can have an off front, you can go in the wide zone, your guards are uncovered, climbing the linebackers pretty quick. You can have an even front, you're blocking a three tech, or you're helping the center on the backside A gap. Right. So it depends on the front. Yeah. I love the insight because for folks that don't appreciate line play, we, we enjoy it a lot. We spend a lot of time talking about it. For folks that don't appreciate line play, we talk about how difficult a, like, a receiver's job is in a current offense that has a ton of option routes right where everything is determined again depends on the coverage depends on the leverage if he does this i do this to see that that same facet exists within offensive line play even within similar systems or similar calls or whatever else it depends right we do sometimes this. most of the time you're spotting inside the box but for sometimes counter plays you're spotting outside the box and sometimes you have to give the receiver notice that you're not blocking him so you just give him a signal not to block him so you're working out there there's a there's a lot of complex when it comes to offensive line yeah and i love showcasing and putting a light on that complexity because there's so much of it there there's so many decisions that have to be made just like there are all over the field and a lot of people think oh look a big guy here and a big guy there and it's one-on-one or one-on-two and that's that and yeah. it's not no, that's that. totally different yeah you have a lot of combination blocks sometimes most like Pass protection sometimes you have help. We're working on them on the field today, right? Field blocks, right? Out, double to single. Yes, sir. Right. And again, was there any was there any different coaching point in the way that they were? No, it was kind of so the Atlanta Falcons offensive line coach was at NC State for like (laughs) I think he was there the same language, yeah. He was there before I was there. Yeah. I, I was like a year late. They're not the same it's different wording, but the scheme and the things it's the same for me head start which yeah. is nice and most of like i talked to the giants they're, they're like wide zone they like a mix of everything yeah with dable especially this year and he <laughs> put a lot of diversity in that run game especially including the quarterback spot in a completely different way but with saquon and, and the line that gettleman had put there they they had a lot of options to say we can attack this differently and they used everything week yeah. to week and you would see it shift one of the most fascinating run games in the nfl this season they would do this thing where they would on on outside zone they would do fold blocks just to give guys better angles so instead of doing a double they would just because they had a center that could do it so like they would just fold the center and then like they had a cup lock on the backside three and then just let the guard go and and they just let the guard yeah and they just let the guard get a 20 yard start on some poor safety down the field i'm like oh my god that is diabolical cut them in half yeah. A lot of wide zones, they won't hit front side. They'll hit back mm-hmm. side between the center and guard. Now, you mentioned, you know, the read on, uh, you say, if you're uncovered and there's like a head up five, you're running outside zone. I'm curious how you and your tackle would run it. If if the defensive lineman was stringing it out and he was staying head up, are you giving him a rib shot as you go to push yes. him outside and it's then getting up? It's a three-step decision. See yeah. the distort, knock his hip climb or overtake the block so if his hip is still there i'm just gonna knock and climb yeah but if it's not and it's gone i'm gonna just gonna climb is if he goes inside a little I'm bit you're over and then you're you're letting the tackle yes sir go. 
So do you guys talk to each other in the middle of that, or are you just feeling it? So we make the call, which is a double, front side. And once it happens, it happens. You just, <laughs> just hoping know. you're right. Yeah. Know <laughs> oh, see, that's that's what I want people to understand is like the intricacies of line play are just as complicated as say a quarterback that's going down there and reading rotating safety. Yeah, it's not just a guy just playing head up. No. Just going down the middle of you every time. Because you guys are reading those safeties too. Because yeah. you got to see who's late in the fit and everything. Yeah. You know. Indeed, I'm like ninjas now. Oh my god. <laughs> so. Did that that I don't know. Did you did you uh, go up against the Stephen F. Austin kid, uh, B.J. Thompson, who's six five, runs like four five and forty inch vert and all I don't that? I think so. Oh, you will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, he's he is freaky, man. Yeah. He is freaky. A lot of D linemen are freaky, especially in the league. Well, and and in your conference too. Yeah, we had a lot who, of. Who was the toughest one you played against? Rook. Oh yeah. Tackle, I see. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't get to go against Breezy. Yeah. Because his sister. We, was he yeah. on the other side? Yeah. I didn't get to go to Tyler Davis. He stayed on the other side too. Oh, that's I unfortunate. Had the whole game. They were they were just they didn't wanna they didn't wanna <laughs> I had you know, go against you. Last man. Year too. That doesn't feel fair in some ways. <laughs> like, it's like I had him all I, game last year. Give me the fight I won, rotate? man. Give me the fight I He's won. He's probably the strongest player I played against. Breezy? No, uh oh, Rook. Rook. Yeah. yeah. That checks out on tape. Yeah. yeah. So wanna ask you a question. I get all the time and again answers vary from offensive linemen so do you have a side you prefer and no no so i played right guard my freshman year at fairmont sophomore year i played left guard junior year i played left guard and left tackle i was a right tackle coming out of high school just playing one year i played center of my freshman spring so i'm really i haven't rep center in the game but i pretty much played every position and that versatility will get you a long ways. There are very few guys in the NFL that can play all five. Elton Jenkins is one of the most common names that comes up when people are talking about five tool players on the offensive line. When you switch sides, even if it's just left guard to right guard, so same spot, not sliding out to tackle, working in more space, what's the what's the biggest thing, or is it just not a thing for you? It's not a thing. All you have to do is switching your footwork. Okay. And else. that's not a thing for you. No. Okay, because some people have a very different answer and say that it's there's a classic one. It's like uh trying to eat with the other hand is the one that's more polite, right? If you if you're right-handed, you always eat with your right hand. Yeah. Say try eating with your left hand. It's not that easy. And then other guys like you say, it's not a big deal. You just rotate just your foot. And yeah. You're good. That's like I played soccer, so Oh, so yeah, it comes natural then. Yeah. yeah. I played travel soccer and all that before I committed to playing football. We were just talking about multi-sport athletes. BJ, yep. who we were referencing earlier from Stephen F. Austin, baseball player, basketball player, football player. A lot of, lot of skills that you're going to pick up from other sports. Yes, sir. Were you next to Icky last year? Yeah. Big it. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I remember some crazy-ass double teams, but I couldn't remember yeah, we were, you. Yeah, we were crazy together. <laughs> The destruction, just the sheer yeah. movement that you guys would Most get. Most the first five games, the ball went behind us. You notice guys stopped playing tight against you about four weeks into the year, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah. They're like, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, they just completely eliminated like half of the odd fronts that you yeah. can possibly run because they're like, well, we're going to get down block to oblivion. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. So we know about the guys that came before you. We know about the guys in this class. Who's next year's guy that's going to be sitting in that chair off your team? Oh, man. I think there's two. Okay. From the offensive line perspective. 
Yeah, if Anthony Bowden, 6'6", 338, can move like he's 220. And you have Dylan McMahon, who's very smart, can move, very strong in the lower half, power cleaning 405. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> NC he's, State he's a is a tight man. They, yeah. They coast do. under. <laughs> coast under, man. This waiver program is crazy. Every year, Wolfpack's got dudes, man. Every yeah. single year. The tradition there is... They have a very strong culture. Both offensive line and defensive yes. line, to be honest. I can only BJ imagine Hill. the practice. We got Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Oh, you got a few. They got a lot of D-linemen. I think we have like six. Were you a, were you a freshman when Chubb was there? So I wasn't at State yet. Where I was you? at Division Two. I was at Fairmont State. Oh, and then... Okay. And how many years were you at Fairmont? Four. And then you came up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that NC State D-line had like four, they all got drafted. Yeah, it's like four, four NFL rounds. guys on it. Yeah. And then so that offensive line from NC State last year is probably going to be the same thing. Yeah. Because between you and then Icky and the center, like, yeah. I mean, that's that's an NFL offensive line just beating up 19-year-olds yeah. for fun. Coach Thunder. That, I'm telling you, that waiver program is something different. Do you watch uh, Chris Lindstrom much at all? Uh, not really. I watch uh, – Roger Saffold for the left oh, guard for yeah. the Bills and yeah. Quentin Nelson. Oh, yeah. Big Q. They both can move and they're both maulers. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that you've taken from their game that uh... – Not really taken, but just watch how they do certain things mm -hmm. and just add it to my game. Yeah, that, that big Q jump set, man. Works every time. Yeah. <laughs> not every if, time, but most If times. you can do it. <laughs> Chano, thanks for taking the time with us. I think a lot of people who don't know your name at this point are going to know your name very soon, especially yes, as we get through this draft process. People call that riser. I think it's just folks that haven't gotten there yet. Yes, sir. Haven't seen the tape. Um, really excited to see where you land and how you do in the league. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You have a good one. You too.